All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fig and Lock Talk. I'm Mr. Fig. And I'm Mr. Lock. Hey, everybody. We got a great episode for you tonight. Uh, we actually got a lot accomplished this weekend, or we actually went to a lot of new places this weekend. So a lot of new reviews coming your way. Uh, we're going to talk uh, briefly about our Friday night at a new spot called The Shack down in uh, the oceanfront. And, uh, we'll also, and then we're going to dive into our review of Virginia Beach Breweries. We hit all seven Virginia Beach breweries that we were aware of uh, today, uh, starting at 12 o'clock all the way to 9.30. So we're going to give you our best uh, review of those spots. But real quick, let's jump into Friday night. So what do you think? Friday night. Friday night. What did we do Friday night? So Friday night, we started off at Chick's Oyster Bar, which is a personal favorite of mine. I've been there many times. When your, it was your first time being there, so I'll yeah. let you start off with your general impressions. Um, Chicks is a place where you look from the outside and you don't realize how big it is. When you walk inside, you definitely tell this place was built back in the 80s or 70s, diner-style-like motif inside. And as you keep walking, you're like, okay. And you keep walking, you're like, how big is this damn place? And it has, like leads to pretty much another bar, like... If you keep going all the way to the back, at least to more of a younger crowd, everybody's drinking the music a little more louder. Music different than it is in the front. You know what I'm saying? Um, the food is okay. I was expecting like when you when I I was expecting more of a seafood feel, but it definitely didn't have like I mean it had oysters. Ooh, but I mean beyond that, it didn't even. The menu was mostly burgers and sandwiches, um, appetizers. Beyond that, didn't really have nothing. So, if you ask me, would I suggest this place? Probably not. You know, um, but um, I think maybe I didn't get the full fulfill out of it. Yeah, I didn't, maybe. I, I don't but, know, for uh, me, like it's it's always been one of my personal favorites. Uh, it's a place that me and my wife like to go to on a nice Sunday afternoon. It sits right on the Linhaven Inlet, so you take advantage of uh, sitting on the on the covered deck or outside, watch the boats go by. Uh, one of my favorite things to do while I'm there is order. The fresh raw oysters, which they always bring you some nice, big, fat Jamestown River oysters. And then order yourself like a half pound of uh, crab legs or a pound of shrimp. and just, Or they actually have a really sweet raw bar platter. that has got a combination of oysters, clams, mussels, shrimp, lobster, uh, uh, crab legs. Um, so it just depends on how big you want to go. Now, yes, a lot of their menu is there's a lot of sandwiches and a lot of burgers. Um, they do have some specials. But for me, like... You know, now granted, I had that like last on Friday night. I actually had the uh, I forget what they called it the Tar Heel Burger, which had the which was a burger combined with some lump crab meat, which is really good. I enjoyed it, but the best thing about Chicks Oyster Bar is one the drinks. I mean, I actually think they do an orange crush better than Waterman's personally, but the uh, um, but for me when you go to Chicks Oyster Bar. It's all about getting the fresh the fresh oysters and getting the seafood platter and knocking it out. Uh, now, Mr. Locke did not take advantage of that, but again, the for me, it's always a good atmosphere. Sitting on the water, watching the boats go by, lots of you know, it's a great hangout spot. I mean, if you go in there, there's two extra bars that go. It's 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 a definitely a very deep spot. Like you said, you keep walking, it keeps just going. And by and uh, to the far right, they have a bar that's you know bit, caters to a much younger crowd. But it's a it's a fantastic spot in my opinion. I mean, yeah. I mean, sorry, I didn't partake in the oysters. 
You know what I mean? I'm just not worse than Honey is not meant for the buzzard's beak. It's okay. Whoa. We get it. <laughs> Whoa. This is how we're going to do it. This, this podcast will be. Well, we're throwing shade <laughs> up on it. This is this how it was going to be? Because no, I, I, will, I will gear up for this situation. Trust. <laughs> trust and believe. Um, but, you know, I had the crab cake burger. Not bad. You know, or I did order wings for appetizer, and they definitely gave it to me out with the meal. Mm-hmm. Um, the drinks yeah. were the drinks were solid though. You know, they, they, he compensated us though with that. He gave us some uh, when your wings didn't come out on time. He at least gave us a, a pair of free drinks on that. So, you know, much respect for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Let's move on to the better part of the night. Okay. All right. So from there, we decided to go check out the oceanfront, which surprisingly was not as busy as I thought it was going to be for a Friday night. I'm, I'm guessing because it, it, it there was rained. cops in every corner. Well, there was cops on any, every corner, but every it, single corner. But to me, that's a good thing. Uh, but it's uh, it was Friday night, a lot of raining, so there were some thunderstorms, but I think that kept a lot of people away. But uh, we made our way down to the oceanfront, and we checked out a new spot that's just brand new this year, and that is the shack. It's down off 5th Street. Uh, it's across the street from the Sheraton, and it's owned by Waterman's. And just uh, what a great time, man. Like, uh, it's outside. It's, it literally is a shack. It's a bar made out of plywood. Uh, serving uh, canned beers and orange crushes with uh, some uh, seating out around it. There's lots of games and activities. You can partake in a full-blown, uh, ginormous-sized version of beer pong. There's uh, a, peer, uh, um, a ping-pong table out there. There's ring toss. There's fire pits. There's sand, artificial turf. I mean, this, this place has got everything. And the music was good. I mean, it wasn't live, but they had their own little mix going on out there, and lots and lots of people. It's a very, it's a, definitely a young person's crowd because I think everyone there was probably the mean age of like twenty five and below, I'd say. Um, but still, fantastic spot. We had a great, we had a blast. Yeah, that that place definitely is a nice, warm welcome. It reminded me of when I went well to South Beach and. I party at the Clevelander. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The Clevelander's the outside bar at South Miami South Beach. Now, and I told Mister Fig that if we have a more place like this, this would be something I would, I would definitely be proud of to talk about the people coming to Virginia Beach to party at. Because I mean, the music was great. The music was pretty good. Some games, but it was the atmosphere. Everybody was very. Everybody was just having a good time. There wasn't any type of like weird ominous like i don't trust this guy i'm not gonna talk to that person is that everybody was kind of very friendly they had like this like um type of like beer pong thing but they use like a mini soccer ball yep and like plastic buckets so you're seeing these different groups of people he's like i saw two black guys and like this white guy and his white his girlfriend i guess they're playing it then like they beat them and then they some different groups coming in like everybody's very it wasn't any type of like animosity everybody was having a good time if you had to ask me, probably if they had to fix something about that, it would be they need two beer tub places, so two beer tub setups, so these girls could sell beers and not slow down the bartender selling separate beers, crack open beers. They could do it off the side, and maybe having like one or two more bartenders on because it was on that Friday night, even though. It was kind of busy. It wasn't that busy, but it was kind of busy. It got busy around 1130 or so. It, it got a little hairy. Yeah. These bartenders, you could tell in their faces. They were definitely in the weeds. That's a restaurant term. You know, they were definitely in the weeds. You know, I mean, they were definitely trying to work it out as possible. And they were just like, 
they were just in the zone. There's like make a drinks, boom, make a drinks, boom, make a drink, make a dr- make a drinks, and everybody wanted to drink all at once. You could get you couldn't feed the masses. Um, yeah. But beyond that, I mean, the setup of that place is really nice because I mean, beyond that, the weather on Friday here was perfect. Yeah, because the rain definitely cooled things off. So we couldn't get anything, ask for anything better than that, you know. And then decor and. You know, this the fact that you could play any game you really wanted to play if you waited in line for it. You could have it, you know, and just everybody was just very friendly. And that's that it, it was away from the riffraff. Yeah. I think the beer, beer tubs are probably would be a good addition because there's a lot of people that are going up to the bar for just basic beers like Bud Lights, Coronas, Yinglings. And, uh, and that was really holding up the bar because, I mean, to me – it, you know, the bar, reserve the bar for, like, the mixed drinks, the, the orange crushes, the cocktails, and so forth. And then have, just have the beer t- t- uh, tubs off on the side where people can go get a quick dollar beer or whatever and get out of the way. So, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point. Uh, for me, my there were two highlights of the evening. And, and to, to kind of hit the point that people were, like, they were, there was no pretense. People were really friendly. People were, like, you know, really just really sociable and mingling. Like, we had a great game of shuffleboard with... Uh, a guy and these two girls that they were trying to play. Um, they never like you know uh, they had never played before. Nick and uh, Mr. Locke had never played before. Um, so you know we introduced them to the game of uh, shuffleboard. Had a great time doing that. And then you and I we were just kind of fooling around with the ring toss because they had a ring toss right there at the bar when you walk in, and we were just kind of fooling around at first. And the next thing you know, we ended up playing a, a game for beers. Uh, with a guy named Dean and his yeah. boy Daryl, was it Daryl? Dan, Daniel, Daniel, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But at any rate, like he he challenged us. He's like, hey, first person to hit the ring uh, has to, or um, the the person who hits the ring first, you have to buy beers for him. So you know, uh, Dean, good on him. He hit the he hit the ring toss before we did. We hit, he gave us a chance to 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 get it back, and we lost. So we ended up buying him some beers, but. Still a good time. It was hilarious, too, because people kept walking underneath the dang ring toss, not knowing that it was there. Yeah, they weren't seeing it. It was hilarious. People were getting snagged up by the ring. It was hilarious. But just, I mean, a lot of fun. Um, there was one point in the evening where one, one some guy got really messed up, real drunk. Oh, Lord. His yes, voice kind of let them out to dry. Let them out back. Yeah, and he was just out front and stumbling all over the place. And, you know, we were hanging out with a fire pit, and uh, some, some folks came over, and we were talking about that. And, like, hey, man, so whoever his boys are, I just need to take him home. But for the most part, it's a great a great place. Everyone real friendly. The security guards were friendly because we got into a con- – like, we started talking to one of the bodyguards out there or the bouncers out there. Yeah. Uh, he was yeah, telling definitely. us about the history of the place and how Waterman's owns it and – so we're you know we we're talking to him. He was saying the gouges come on a Sunday afternoon. You know things are a little slower. It's a little more low key, and like there's a more a little more access to the games and the activities. But still, man, just I mean, what a great night for it. You know, it was like easily in the 70s, nice and cool, a little breeze, uh, and it was the hot spot on the south end of the beach. I mean, you know, most of the time, a lot of these hot spots are like you know in the block or up north. But this is a nice little spot down the south end. So. Yeah, definitely. I got nothing to add with that. It was great. Definitely, like, the new spot, we will be back to that. Mm-hmm. It um, definitely showed what the beach could offer, and it can offer. We've got to make it. If you make mm-hmm. it, they will come. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I mean, uh, it's good on Waterman's for jumping on that spot. 
You know, I mean, last year it was a big, um, it was a food truck spot. Like I think four or five food trucks used to roll up in there and serve food out of there. And I think good on Waterman's for turning it into a, a night spot and a good night spot on that. I think you, you kind of mentioned it too. It, it would, would add to it if anything. We just it, we wish it was on the beach side, overlooking the water or something. Yeah, like, yeah. That could be on the sand or in the yeah. water. Yeah, on the sand, beach. perfect. That'd be so nice, and it, it would just make for a great time. Um, but you know, hey, they they, you know, they compensated. They had the they asked the fake turf in there, and they added some sand, and they tried their best. Yeah, to they did. It. I saw things. They had some palm trees, giant and, game of Jenga. Yeah, they do their best to make it as authentic as they can. But I tell you, that would be if if Waterman's could take could get could you know get the Virginia Beach to sign off and give them the, some real estate right there on the other side of the boardwalk on the sand, where they could you know do this right there on the water. How awesome would that be? It would be um, pretty epic. It'd be, yeah. it'd be a game changer, though. Yeah. Big game changer. Yeah. Big game changer. No doubt. All right, let's roll into today because I think that's what everybody wants to talk about. We want to see our uh, talk about our adventures to, uh, today with the breweries. Yes. Uh, so to, let me tell you what we did today. So we put out a Google search for all the major breweries in Virginia yep, Beach. Yep. And we found that there were seven major brewer, major breweries in the Virginia Beach area. Uh, we stuck exclusively to Virginia Beach just because we knew that we could not hit every brewery in Hampton Roads in one day. So we'll bring you Norfolk, we'll bring you Chesapeake, we'll bring you Hampton Road, Hampton, and, and other, in later weeks, yeah, in later times. But for now, this was today was exclusively Virginia Beach. Uh, we had seven uh, breweries to hit, uh, starting in the Oceana area, working our way up to Laskin, to the oceanfront, and then finally up along Shore Drive. Um, it was. It was a good day. We had a good time doing it. Um, so that being said, let's it start was an with, adventure. It was an adventure. Uh, big ups to Uber because Uber got us around town. Woo! Uh, you know, you never want to drink. You never want to drink and drive. You always be responsible. Uber, they were awesome. They met the guys to everywhere, everywhere we needed to go in a timely fashion. So that being said, uh, I'll start off with our first uh, our first brewery, River Beach Brewery Company. Off of uh, they're they're off of Damneck Neck Road, uh, across from Taylor Farms. So if you guys know where that beat up ass farm is, that uh, right there, just past London Bridge, they're in that little commercial area right there on the left. Um, and I'll leave it there. I'll, I'll let you start with your impressions first of Reaver Beach. Reaver, you could tell Reaver is probably the more they have commercialized in the idea that um, they're selling a brand. Yes, no doubt. They have a they have a great yeah, looking brand. Um, they're you can tell they're um, they from the beer taps, how it looks inside. There's a guy there that he's kind of notorious for the idea that he's a major Batman fan. Mm. Um, he works there in his car. Says I am Batman. He wears Batman shirts. He's a huge Batman fan. Um, that goes like that. I had the Riptide drink. Mm-hmm. Um, my drink wasn't bad. Not bad at all. Um, the food truck the outside of that place they had was um, more of a pad Thai Thai food, which is like definitely hipster potential there because they're selling like, oh, we, we offer food, but the food's outside and it's Thai food. Um, Mr. Fade made a wrong choice, didn't hear the lady properly, and it was rated from hot one to five at hotness. Mr. Fig went with three, Mason went with two. Um, the food itself, it was okay. Um, I wanted more noodles with my like I, I ordered like a, a curry dish that had noodle based curry dish, but it had more 
vegetables and noodles in it, which kind of bothered me on that. Yeah, Mr. Log doesn't like being healthy, apparently. <laughs> no, but I don't I don't like the fact that if you're supposed to be a noodle-based meal, let me have a lot of noodles. Noodles don't suck up alcohol. <laughs> noodles suck up alcohol, not the veggies, not the onions, not the green peppers or yellow peppers or in this fucking meal. Give me something that soaks up the alcohol where I could drink more. Um, but beyond that, the decor looked really good. Um, it definitely filled up quite a bit when we're in there. People are happening in. You know, you could tell this place, it got a lot going for itself. It's The problem with that place, if I had to look on the back end, if if I was looking at a businessman, is they need to make better use of their space. Like, they're up front. Like, parking is terrible. Yeah, that is very true. Parking is bad. Parking is probably the, parking is probably the worst of all the places we've been to today. Yeah. It's the worst parking. You know what I mean? Um, not good use of outside either. They had like one hacky sack thing going on, two tables. Uh, yeah, they had one. Um, they had one cornhole game going on. Very small yeah. outside area. Uh, so f- for me, like when it comes to when it came to Reaver, I-, I definitely agree. They're definitely selling a brand. Like they got a lo- they got a fully fleshed logo. They're all about t-shirts and how many growlers they can sell. They were selling a lot. Yeah, I mean they got they got everything from aluminum growlers to uh, you know, special. they had a growler with the freaking keg top on it. The keg bitch. topper on it, like they're all definitely it was very uh, commercial brand, a lot of commercial branding going on. Uh, I had the Sand Shark Summer Ale. Uh, so just so you know, we today because we don't want to blow out our palates on the different. There are a lot of different types of beers. We each try to stick to something very similar to what we were drinking at each bar. So I kind of stuck with summer ales and pale ales. And I stuck with more of like the flavored ales, like yeah. different flavors. If they had an apple or blueberry or something that a peach, I tried their flavors, yeah. see what kind of flavors they got out of them. So I definitely enjoyed their And sand- the Hefeweizens. Yeah. So I definitely enjoyed their Sand Shark Summer Ale. Very crisp, very refreshing, a slight hint of fruit on the tongue. Uh, the Thai Express food truck... Um, I can't hate on it. You know, I, he's right. I thought I heard on a scale of one to ten, so I went three. And probably, so apparently it was a scale of one to five, so I probably should have gone two. Um, so the, the food was a little spicier than I would have cared for, but you know, this, it was still good. Still, I think it's good on them to have a food truck out there. Uh, the, their service was great. They actually brought the food into us, so we didn't have to wait outside by the truck the entire yeah, time. Yeah, the stuff. So that was good on them. Yeah, man. Uh, so I can't hate on, on them for that. Uh, I don't know. For me, Thai food is not a really good pairing for beer, in my opinion. <laughs> so I kind of felt like this is kind of a really odd choice, but whatever. I'm hungry. I was hungover from the night prior, so I needed to get something in my stomach. Hips the, are feel, man. Yeah. Hips are feel. The, the, again, a very chill place to hang out. Like, you know, very intimate setting. It's a very small brewery. I mean, it's you walk in, and it's probably maybe, what, uh, 100 square feet at the most. Yeah, probably 100 square feet. It's, yeah, I mean, uh, I think, I know Mr. Locke, you know, and to me to an extent too, I was a little disappointed in the fact you're not drinking amongst the, the tanks. You don't get to see the barrels or the tanks That's out a there. brewery to me. Yeah, like you're, it's it's very, it's a very... I go um, to a brewery to drink at a brewery. Yeah, I, I felt like, like I Like I felt went to a bar. Yeah, I kind of, well, I, I, I'm not I went sure. to a bar that served exotic beers, that there were their beers... And then I had to go outside for food. That was it. The thing is, I'm not, I'm not, for me, I didn't even feel like I was in a bar. I felt like I was in a showroom. Showroom? Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at their menu, and they, they have the menu on these flat-screen TVs, and you see their shirts their shirts hanging around, and their growlers and stuff, and it's very... I felt more like I was in a showroom versus a like a, like a, like a, like a, 
a brewery, to be honest with you. I won't hate on the idea that they had like probably the best presentation. They did have a lot of presentation. They, that's it. They had, they, had, yeah. they had probably the best yeah. presentation we've seen all day. And for that, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on them for that having on television because that's it looked good. Yeah. I mean, everybody else did chalkboards. Yeah. Every other place did chalkboards. That's true. That's what you see in a typical brewery. If you come down like any brewery anywhere else, it's always a chalkboard, and they had on television and it broke it down if you want a pint or you want a growler of it and like they it had prices very clear on it they used the ipad thing and this that's very well, technical they all, did. all of them were using well, the ipad uh, for the most part yeah the very last place we went to didn't true 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 but everybody else, i mean they had the ipad thing going on there but beyond that um i like it's a place that would i go back yes yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. i go back yes um it, it experience more of it. I want to experience a little bit more of it and see what's going on with it. But the parking situation needs to fix. They need to do a better job outside. I felt like I'm drinking beer, but then what I'm going to do is the social experience that doesn't lead to too much more. It's kind of like you're there. Hey, what I'm going to do? And I'm just sitting there drinking beer, and it's yeah. I can eat that at Fridays. Yeah. So the next, so after that, we had literally we literally walked down the road. You chose block. poorly. I chose poorly because I didn't realize how hot and humid it was outside, but. Two blocks down is the Young Veterans Brewing Company. Um, so uh, I'm assuming that the owners are former military. Uh, they definitely honor the military discount there. Uh, they, all their beers are branded. Which is kind of suspect because technically you shouldn't get no discount on alcohol at all. <laughs> but if you are if you say you're in the military and you go there, somehow your beer is cheaper. Yeah. and. It's whatever, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, it's but, it shouldn't be. Uh, yeah. But at any rate, uh, what I liked about what I thought was interesting uh, from a commercial standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, is they market all their beers with a dip, with with a or they present all their beers with a recruiting poster. Brilliant, essentially, brilliant. Which I thought was really nice. A really unique. Brilliant. Way. Each each beer had its own recruiting poster and something straight out of World War Two. Yeah, all, you know, very World War Two motif. Uh, definitely getting you know uh, drawing you into the military lifestyle of Hampton Roads, um, the beer. Uh, so I had uh, while we were there, I had the new recruit, which was again a very light, uh, summery uh, ale, very crisp. Um, I felt it was a little bit a little more bitter than the Sand Shark Summer Ale I had just tasted previously, but still pretty good. Went down easy. Uh, what this place suffered from, unfortunately, is this right in the middle of a renovation right now. So there's not, as far as the setting goes, the environment goes, it's, there's not a lot there. Uh, but apparently, their AC was not working. Yeah, their AC wasn't working, so that's going to be remedied again with their renovation. They did have a food truck in attendance. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but they were selling like um uh like gourmet um gourmet grilled cheese sandwiches and the yes. like which actually yes, I'll, you, I'll, be, I'll be honest i wish i ran to this food truck earlier because i probably would have gotten food from there because it's they kind of had like a a subway mentality to it it was like pick your own ingredients so you pick the bread you want the cheese the the fixings you want on your sandwich and they prepare it for you so i was a little disappointed when i realized that i probably could have i probably should have eaten with it here instead of eating the thai food at the last place but but see um, the flaw of that place is the fact that the food truck was it the front of the building where you can't carry your beer outside of? Yeah, they should have been. You know, I mean, it should have been the back where the tables were, where everybody's playing hacky sack. Where like you had the food truck on the opposite side, it made no sense. That made no sense why they had that. Mm-hmm. Then the opposite, and then the opposite that they 
they're open in the middle of a renovation, which is fine, whatever. But at the same time, the renovation caused them to have no AC in a building with pretty much stone, concrete everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it definitely got a little hotter than it really should have inside the building. You know what I mean? So, like, if you go on a day that's really hot outside, this place might be uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, knowing that, too, uh, another thing, too, is you have to be a dog person to be at this bar. At the, at the yes, you do. Because the owners there have two large, uh, well, they're mutts, but, I mean, one of them looks like he has some great Dane in him because he's a pretty large dog. They're both large yeah. dogs, man. They're very they're very big. They're very large. Like me, I'm a dog person, so I didn't mind too much. But if you're not a dog person, you might not like me. place. Like yeah. me. If you're not a dog person like me... You walk up to the front door and you greet it by two freaking dogs, big dogs. dogs, baby horses. You know, I mean, you're kind of put off. You're like, whoa. I mean, but they're extremely friendly, though. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I won't pretend like you know they're like freaking like ravish animals or not. You know, I mean, but you're definitely like, whoa, what the hell? And they're just kind of roaming around. They're just gonna free do whatever the hell they want to yeah. do, really. But, which is kind of weird. Which to me, I mean, you know, again, I'm I'm all about dog friendly spots. You know, because I like to, you know, on the nights where I, I'm by myself, I like to bring my, be able to bring my dog out with me. But, yeah, if you're not a dog person, you know, this place might not be for you because you're, like you said, you're going to be greeted by two large dogs the minute you walk in this place. Uh, but still, you know, the the bar, the service was great. Like, the girl was very warm and friendly. Uh, the people in there were really warm and friendly. The beer was not bad at all. If anything, I mean, I think this, this renovation will improve the spot, so it'll probably make it a, a repeat offender later on. Um, but overall, I mean, I enjoyed my experience, minus the fact that there was no heat no air conditioning, but... That'll be remedied before too long. Yes. Yes, it will. All right. So the next place that we went to was called the Wasserhund. Wasserhund? Wasser, yeah, Wasserhund. Wasserhund yep. Brewing Company. That's located on Laskin Road. Yep. Right next to, right behind Conti's. Okay. The bike shop. The bike shop. You know what I mean? It's been there forever. Conti's been forever. Been there forever. Mm-hmm. Dawn of time. Okay. Now this place, they serve beer. And they also serve pizza. That's the big thing there. Mm-hmm. They serve pizza, which is kind of a little nick, little let's put a nice little niche. You know, they have a they have a pizza, big old pizza oven there, right out in the front. You see it, you know. And when you go inside, um, definitely more of a um, art deco hipster feel in there. When you go in there, the chairs are kind of iffy. Tables are not bad. Um, they have people behind the counter working, and is that and music's pretty decent there. And like the atmosphere is nice. Like the atmosphere. If you live in Alaska Road. This could be a nice little drinking spot for you. Yeah, it definitely the decor in there is really nice. It's a very, um, it's very open. There's a lots of room uh, to hang out. Uh, in fact, I would argue if if I, I feel like the location does it a disservice because it's so tucked away. So if you're not aware of it, you might not. You know, yeah, you're you'll not, miss yeah, it. You'll miss it. But very open, lots of table space. Uh, the food. I mean, we didn't have any pizza, but we did have one of their appetizers. They call it the kibble. Kibbles. Which was basically it's it's a pepperoni that they put in the oven to make them nice and crisp like chips, and they give you dipping sauces, they give you ranch and marinara, and those were tasty. Um, the beer, I mean, I had the um, the locals lager, which again is it's a very light pale ale, uh, very summery. Uh, it's I mean this place is big on German beers. That's what they do. They do German beers. So you know if you're looking for that German. Uh, the, the, those German beers, those German hoppy beers, this is the place to be. Um, for me, and I'm going to get into it now. Wait a minute. Oh, I, before oh, you go in, before you dive in it. Before you dive in it. Yeah, before I dive in it. I did have. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. You guys I did it. have the Borderlands um, Saison, as it's called. It's Borderlands Saison. It is a flavored beer, 
Um, not bad, not bad at all. It wasn't bad. It, it you know, up to the day. Um, I that I felt the pineapple beer that I didn't say. I'm not sure if I said that. Last place I went to was the veteran place. I like the pineapple grenade. That was actually pretty good. Um, you can smell the pineapple a little bit on it. You know, what I mean, so the beer had a little bit of flavor. Um, but uh, this place not bad. The, the decor wasn't bad either. I when we walked in, we saw like a couple of kids here. Like somebody brought their kids in, and they were drinking and eating pizza. So I mean, not bad. But uh, about the pizza and place here, Mister Fick. So all right, so beer not bad. Food pretty good. The uh, the environment great. Service god fucking awful. Oh no, service was so fucking awful. Come on, no, god fucking I can't, awful. I can't god even. Fucking no, awful. That's I, big. I can't even. I can't even say Whoa. anything good about it because. So we got in there, and there's two guys behind the bar. One guy, like, look, hey, if you want to be trendy and hipster, and you want to have your face filled with, you know, freaking studs and hoops and the god knows what else, that's fine. You know, I have nothing against that. And if you want to be the guy with the mini bun, got it. Good for you. But let me tell you something. When you have customers in there and they're sitting at the bar, be a little attentive. You know, ask them what would they would like. What can I help you with? Can I get you a menu? Like, check in on them occasionally. Make sure they're getting everything they need. The service here was so absent. So when we first got there, there were two guys behind the bar. There's one guy, tall, skinny, maybe, like, no, I'm not going to say that because I don't want to sound like I'm Don't do it. Don't but, do it. But very effeminate and completely studded up hipster type. The second guy, big, muscle-bound, German-looking dude with a mini bun. All right? Now, the muscle-bound dude with a mini bun actually came over and got us got our beer order. The other guy seemed very reluctant or very not very hesitant or either too busy to come over and ask us what we like as far as the appetizers go. So not entirely enthusiastic about the service at this point. And then, after we got our beers and we actually dug into the menu and decided we want to get some appetizers... It was hard as hell to flag down somebody to request an order for appetizers. Uh, muscle-bound mini bun decided to go around the bar and hang out on his cell phone and like not pay attention to anything going on. And then hoop-studded guy decided to go talk to the two. There were two young women, actually not even young women, women our age, down the other end of the bar. So he's deciding he's going to flirt with these other two girls. Meanwhile, there's not, we're, we're not the only patrons there, by the way. One of the girls was hot, though. She wasn't hot. She was cute. She definitely could get it. But either way, there were like us and there were like an, about probably four or five other gentlemen at the bar who weren't getting any other service. So it was, and then there's like one guy who's working the pizza oven and he's just completely ignoring. He's the cook he, he's, with he's, his he's, cool ass hat yeah, on. He's the cook and he's just like, I'm not bothering my, I'm not bothering, uh, I'm not giving any attention to anyone else. You know, I'm doing my thing. So I was pretty peeved. Because you're try- I'm trying to flag this guy down for appetizers, and when I finally get a hold of him, it was kind of like, oh, you want kibble? Okay, fine. And then when I asked him for I was like, hey, we got the ranch, but can we get the mozzarella dip? Oh, you want mozzarella dip too? It's like... Are we interv- inconveniencing you? Yeah, are we in- I'm sorry. I'm interviewing. I'm interrupting you from flirting with the two girls down at the end of the bar. But- they weren't even off the end. They were literally two- a chair down from me. Yeah, exactly. They were literally right there. Yeah, it, it, was, it was absolutely ridiculous. The service was awful. Like I said, just completely absent, and that to me really it really ruined the entire experience. Uh, because if the service was at least just at least halfway decent, I would have been like, "Hey, I, I highly recommend this place. Check it out." But you know what? Um, I, in my opinion, stay away from this fucking place. Like, like just words to wise. If you're going to own a bar, or you own a bar or whatever. If you have people at your bar, 
you should have somebody at your bar paying attention. Yeah. Well, That's wait, the problem. The they like the, the fact that there was two bartenders and like one like they both walked away and they're both non-existent. That's kind of a problem because yeah. you got to be there. When you're we, if, honestly, if we were dirty people, we could have left. Yeah. What well, well, what one dude was like? He was so. Remember, he at one point the studded hoop guy was so engrossed in his phone. phone. Yeah. He's like pacing the fucking uh, restaurant. But I mean, he's fine. You want to be on your phone? Be on your phone. Mind your bar. So then, pay attention to us. If we're like, oh my god, so you should be as a bartender trying to sell me drinks. You should be trying to promote yourselves, push yourselves. I mean, but it's it's, it's so deeper. So I don't know if these guys own this place or what. No, what, they do not. They, they can't. They no, they not. do not. No, come on. But either way, they no stakes in the restaurant. And then, apparently. by the way, that place again did not show where their distillery and all that stuff. They didn't show nothing. Yeah, it was they, had, they had a hiding. Yeah. yeah, they had a hiding, so you couldn't see it. So boo. It was. I mean, so uh, I honestly, I'm not really sure this place is going to survive because one, their it will. The, the location is not so great. It will. It will. You think so? It will. Why is that? Because it's a good location. I mean, I know, so you're, I, know I understand you're tucked away, but the fact that it's a brewery off the side and they sell pizza and everything else, people will go there. Yeah, I mean, I it's on Laskin Road too. It's a, Laskin's a private spot. It's a nice prime spot. I guess. But I was, I mean, for me, just I was so off put by the service that I won't go back there again. Let's grow is a great spot, so they'll they'll get people. Yeah, that's fact. Uh, whatever. They don't that's des- fact. They don't deserve it. <clears throat> I understand that's next. All right. So next. So next spot we went to after that. Was we went to the Back Bay Brewing Company, which I think unanimous between the two of us, this is probably our be- our favorite spot. Um, you know, to begin, we a big part of both for both of us being going to a brewery is actually sipping beers amongst the tanks. You want to see the tanks, you want to see the brew the, the brewing process and in, in work, and you want to feel like you're a part of it. So the minute you walk into Back Bay Brewing Company, guess what's on immediately on your left hand side? Bada bing. Big silver tanks full of beer. Bought a freaking so bang. You already know that you 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 get that instantly. You get that brewery feel. Um, it's a small, quaint little spot. Uh, they got some t- nice tables in there. There's a, a small stage to the right. A nice, uh, decent sized bar. Uh, for me, so here I had the Blonde Betty, my favorite beer of the day. Uh, it was a nice, light summer ale. Uh, with a fruity aftertaste, very crisp, very refreshing. Uh, absolutely enjoyed it, and by far my favorite beer all day. Service was absolutely amazing. The guy behind the bar was extremely attentive. He was entertaining. He was fun. He like he just made you feel instantly. Like, he gave you a lot of information about his yeah, bar. He yeah. wanted. To, he was trying to bring you back. He's yeah. like, look, man, hey, I know you're here right now, but hey, I want to let you know, hey, we got this going on. We got this. We do this. We do live music. Hey, we do live music upstairs. Upstairs, huge area upstairs, guys. You might not know that, yeah. but hey, it's a big area upstairs. We're live music, and we do that on these nights, whatever. They got signs all over telling you about the events they got going on there, and like that. So they definitely bring in. Yeah. Uh, myself, I had the Blackberry Duck Dive. That is a two of them. I had two of them. Yeah, you're right. And um, it the the beer itself is probably one of the better if you're into like a better turbo like a better turbo like purple haze stuff like that like I am you're a fan of this beer immediately it's a moment you 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 grab the beer in your hand you smell blueberries oh yeah yeah it smells fantastic you can smell it you know what I mean but it's not a strong it's not a sweet beer either it still has that beer bitter kind of taste kind of well I'm not sure what I want to say bitter but you know it's a beer taste to it but it has that smell and a taste of blueberries on the back end um went down smooth you know the place itself they do vinyl thursdays yeah, where you yeah, bring yeah. your own 
record and they play your records in the damn bar. You know what I mean? Again, with like you could see the the action of them making beer in the background. That is what a brewery is to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like breweries are different to people, but I think this is I I've always known that's what I've I'm at a brewery. That's what it is. Like when you go to a winery, you want to see the wine being made. You want to see the barrels. These are the barrels the wines are being made in. Cool. You may not drink wine where the wine is being made at, but they show you, hey, this is where it's happening. These are the vines we pick. These are where we store them at. And this place gave us to us, you know, and the food option there was like a next door. They had a little taco restaurant. They sell like tacos like that. We didn't check it out at the time. We've ate so much food and so much beer, we were not hungry. Yeah. And there was, you know, parking-wise, plenty of ample parking out front. We had no issues yes. with parking. With parking, parking was good. Because it, it's just far enough off the ocean front where there, there's plenty of parking. And, and, it, and even still, it's, it's close enough where you could still walk the ocean front if you wanted to go that. Oh, yes. There. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, I think for me, the biggest part of this was just how the bartender made you feel like you belong there. Like, it was our first time there. It was We weren't treated like strangers. We were treated like people that had been there before. And just a good dude working behind the bar. So go check out Back Bay Brewing Company. They have their own little beer glasses, too. Yeah, their glass for beer. And that's one thing I didn't mention either because um, Reaver had their own beer glasses yep, there, too. They, they had sure their did. own type of beer glasses there. Um, and also Young Veterans did, too. But it was like metal glasses. Yeah, they had like – if you remember – like so each of these places have like a, like a club membership or something. And the, the veteran spot had – they had like metal pub glasses – or steins, metal steins, uh, and then Back Bay. If you remember, there they give you a small like mason jar type uh, glass, and some people even have like small mini beer boots. Yeah, they do. Um, but either way, it's just a great spot, and uh, especially its location too is great because, like I said, if you're if you're done, if you want to go and party down the beachfront later, you can uh, you can easily walk down there. It's only about a four block walk down the oceanfront at that point. You're down the south end, so you can make your way over the rave if you want to. Yes, or not the rave, I'm sorry, the shack. So I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a great spot. Um, so moving on, so from there we move up to northern uh, to Laskin Road and to uh, House House Republic, right? Yes. So House Republic. Uh, little more of a trendy commercial feel, uh, obviously, because it's part of, like, the north end of the oceanfront, which is very all about trendiness and commercialness. Yes, so yes it is. A little – so Home Republic, excuse me. Home Republic is named the spot. Um, it's In fact, it, you, the, it's in an old – the spot that it's in used to be an old, like, um, wine spot we, my, my wife and I have been to before. Yeah, they used to actually – the guy that owned it previously – Used to do like wines and like put together like meat and cheese and fruit trays. It was like a wine tasting spot, huh. and now it's since turned into um, this brew. Uh, I think they call it a brew pub or something. But either way, uh, decent size selection. Again, you see the tanks. The tanks are in there, so you get that. They're feel. smaller tanks yeah. off, the, off the side. It's definitely more of a sports bar feel. They got the big flat screen, so you watch the sport, the game on and stuff. And uh, they have a decent menu. We had the wings while we were there. Um, a lot of waitresses. A lot of waitresses. Um, I think, uh, so for me, I had the Brooklyn, which again, a summer, crisp, pale ale. Uh, not bad, you know, a little more bitter than I would have liked. Didn't really have any, uh, much of a, I didn't, it didn't really give me any fruity aftertaste or anything. So it was kind of like, it was good, but it was like, it didn't knock me off my feet. Um, the I did the atmosphere is definitely very nice. You're right in the center of everything. You can make your way over to Catch Thirty One later if you want to. There's chop yes. right next door. Yeah. Uh, so you're it's the location is primo. Uh, food 
We order the wings, the spicy wings. Uh, they bake them during the day, slow cook them. Uh, I don't know. For me, I like my wings to have a little crisp to them, a little more bite. These ones, you know, they fall right off the bone. And, I mean, the sauce is good. You know, they weren't terrible. The wings fell right off the bone. Yeah, very which tender. Which it was very, like, almost rib-esque. Yeah. You know what I mean? You really, you barely bit into them. They fell right off. So, I mean, I can hate on it because that's, that's something, like, it's a niche, I guess. Yeah. They, they're showing this is what we do with our wings. Mm-hmm. Easy to say they fry their wings. But this place, we're like, hey, we're, we bake them. And then we fry them lightly, you know what I mean? So, boom, we sauce them up with their good seasoned sauce, that sauce they had. It was like a barbecue buffalo like, style. Yeah, it was like a spicy sauce. They just called it their spicy sauce. It wasn't. It was like a uh, spicy teriyaki. It was like a, like a glaze yeah, more than anything. Yeah, more of a glaze than anything. Yeah, and uh, they definitely, uh, like, the wings fell off the bone. Like, you just, it's, it's definitely a nice experience. These wings were yeah. ex- experience, nice um, experience. But I had the Galaxy. Yeah. The Galaxy wasn't bad. It didn't wow me. Um, it tastes like almost every other beer pretty much had. So I mean, it didn't, it didn't maybe go either way with it. Would I go back to the place? Yeah, if I'm up that side of town, hey, we're gonna drink here. Okay, you know what I mean? Because the beer price wasn't that bad there either. You know, I mean, um, service was good. Service was decent. Yeah, service was good. I mean, no problem service there, which is nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It didn't blow me away. I I, I agree. I think if you know people said, hey, we're gonna go drink here, I wouldn't say I'm not coming. But it wouldn't be my first choice. I mean, still, you know, check it out. But I mean, uh, there. If you're gonna, if you're gonna drink at the ocean, if you're gonna check out a brew at the ocean front, go to Back Bay. Yeah. Yeah. So two more spots on the list at that after that point. Uh, we went to the next spot was the Commonwealth, which is it's a little tucked away. It's really hard to find. You gotta take you take you, uh, take Independence to Pleasure House uh, to Pleasure House and take Pleasure House all the way back like you're heading to Chicks Beach and it'll be on the right hand side. Commonwealth, to me, if you took the Back Bay beer list or beer options and combined them with Commonwealth's atmosphere, you'd have probably one of the perfect, most perfect breweries in the area. Because uh, Commonwealth had the space. Uh, it looked like it was an old maybe firehouse. Old firehouse. It looked like, it looked yeah. like an old firehouse. Yeah. I mean, they had the tanks. You could see the tanks in there. They had a nice big bar, with, but with no seats, which made it very clear to me that you were just there to go to order your beer and then go keep moving. Yeah, keep moving. Um, but lots of seating, lots of uh, lots of seating inside, lots of seating outside. Lots of space. They had valet parking. Yeah, valet parking. They had they had a, a, a couple that had done was doing smoked brisket and stuff, making brisket sandwiches and all kinds of stuff. They had two food trucks there, one serving like. Desserts and funnel cakes. Get your funnel cakes here. They, yep, and then they had um, they had another. I don't know what the other food truck was serving, but so this is like regular food, yeah. I guess. You know, I mean, then, it wasn't crazy. Yeah. And then they had you know cornhole and just it was a fun space, a great place to socialize. Because I mean, we were like we were we were sitting we we sat like we sat in a big picnic table, and another group of folks sat down next to us. We were socializing with them, learning their story. Uh, we, I sat down next. He's a he's a civilian diver. He works on a lot of the shipyards, and we got the bullshit and really good dude. Um, other guys were sitting across from us. I had my dog with us, so like you know, he, he was getting some love on him and stuff, and just a great spot. I mean, I, I, the beer I had, um, I had the um, the blonde, the Belgian blonde, which was uh, pretty good, very crisp, refreshing, uh, a nice little fruit lilt to it at the end. Um, but still, you know, not my favorite, but still pretty good. I, wouldn't, I would definitely come back. But I would say if I could take the brewer, the beers from Back Bay and put them at the Commonwealth, it would be a near-perfect brewery in my, in my, in my opinion. 
um, myself, I had the orange Brett. Now, the orange Brett, it wasn't bad, but it definitely is probably maybe the one of the worst beer that shows all day. Because I'm thinking, like, you're seeing it, it's, like, it's supposed to be a red wine with, like, kind of a citrus taste to it. it no. No, it, it didn't. Not at all. The But the brewery itself, pretty cool concept. Old Firehouse, they made use of great space that the place had with the valet parking in the back. Um, lots of pig tables, lots of seating, which is pretty nice. Um, like I said, they had two food trucks. One, like a tent, as a husband-wife cooking team where they just make food and come out there. Why not? What's the living right there? Um, not bad. Pulled pork sandwich, 10 bucks. Not bad. Didn't wow me. Not bad, though. You know? You could admit that. Didn't wow you. No, I did. It did. It did not. You know what I mean? Didn't no, wow you. I don't think that should have been 10 bucks either. I probably would have charged him like eight. 5 bucks. For I'm an 8. It's eight. brisket. He brews. He does himself. He's smoking in himself. I'll go 8. You know what I mean? But it, it that didn't wow me. Maybe I need more barbecue sauce for it. I don't know. But not bad. It's nice. Um, If you live over there... I can see why that place is happening. Because you're over there on Pleasure House Road, way over there, and there's not a lot happening over there. Like, you have to drive out to go see some places, and if you could just be right right there and just go right to a quick bar and get a drink and a social experience, too. People had all their pets out there, too. Like, you had your dog, but yeah. I count at least five more dogs. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I think for me, that's part of the, one of the big attractive parts of this place. I mean, easy to mingle, easy to go out and socialize. People, it's pet friendly. Uh, people were like, honestly, like people were very like just really friendly there. Like they, you know, people were coming over petting my dog when I was petting other people's dogs. You know, people were coming over and you know talking to you, asking questions. Just, it was a really friendly atmosphere. I mean, there was no pretense about it. Like just a really down to earth place. I, I had a great time while I was there. Yeah, yeah, I, I had a pretty decent time. It was fun. It was totally fun. I'll be back. All right, so that brings us to the last brewery that we hit up in Virginia Beach, uh, and I would say I had a, we had a great time at this location. Uh, it was the uh, Pleasure House Brewery off of Shore Drive. So if you take short, if you uh, take if you're taking Shore Drive toward like the Lesnar Bridge, it's a small shopping strip right before you get on the, on, on the Lesnar Bridge on the left. If you're coming from the beachfront, it's on the left hand side. Uh, what a great spot, man! Like the, uh, it's it's the atmosphere was good. They had uh, they had uh, a bar on the right with plenty of seating. They had a small bar, like not a bar, but like a big table in the middle of the room that had plenty of seating on it. Lots yeah. of games and activities to play. They had darts. They got foosball. They had board games. Like uh, a really open and friendly spot. Pet friendly, so you can bring your dog in there if you want to. Uh, I had the uh, Belgian Blonde while I was there. Uh, again, not remarkable. Still good. I mean, it was light, crisp, uh, you know, a slight citrus aftertaste to it. But uh, I think for me, what was so fun about this was that uh, the people were friendly. We actually sat down with a group of, uh, of, of girls. They were playing uh, Cards Against Humanity. Yes. Mr. Locke never played, so I was like, hey, you mind if we can join y'all and play this game? Because I want to show my buddy here how it goes. And they were like all about all about having us sit down with them. And Winston was over there hanging out with us. And just a great time, you know. Just, uh, the, you know. So great atmosphere. Uh, service was great. Like the guy, like the guys, like as soon as we walked in, the, the, the bartender came over and pet my dog and was all like good service. I mean, 
So it was a fun spot. I mean, the beer was, I mean, average, but I would say the service is fantastic. Plenty of parking. Atmosphere is good. I'd, I'd definitely go back. Yeah, they definitely that place hit a lot of good marks with that, with the idea that parking good. Um, I had the cream ale when I was there. It didn't wow me, but it had a good flavor. It didn't wow me. It was like, oh, my God, I got, I got another one. It was kind of like, all right, this is good. This, this is a good beer right here. You know what I mean? So... Um, beyond that, the decor, when you look at it, they have like the, they have the beer, you can tell where the brewery's happening, like they, you can tell at the process. It, of the places, is probably more, I would say, is the dirtiest of the places we've been to. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of the dirtiest places, more of the grindiest, but it's like, that's that shore drive feel. Yeah. These guys, like, look, man, we don't give a fuck. You shouldn't give a fuck. This shore drive. Yeah. Get over it. You don't like this shit? Go somewhere. You know yeah. what I mean? They they had that feeling there. But beyond that, you know what I mean? The place is definitely a nice place. Like, would I go back? Yeah, why not? I'm on short drive. Goddamn better do. Hey, let's pop over here. Because, I mean, it looked like they were open past 9 o'clock, which is surprisingly. Most breweries tend to close at t- 9 o'clock around here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, overall, we had, a, we had a great time doing this. I mean, we hit all the breweries in Virginia Beach. We met a lot of really cool people while we were out and about at the same time. Uh, it was kind of a push because, I ain't going to lie, beer is heavy in your gut. So by the third, or by the fifth or sixth spot, we were starting to slow down quite a bit. Uh, but, you know, we pushed through, had a great time, met a lot of really cool people out there. Um, you know, shout-outs to everyone that we hung out with. Uh, we met uh, a civilian diver out there doing it and doing his thing out there, helping get the ships in and out of dry dock. Uh, we met some, you know, some pretty cool chicks who were all about playing some cards against humanity. So it's always fun to meet people who have a twisted sense of humor like we do. Um, we met. It was just a, it was a really fantastic time. Great time today. Uh, we'll do it again at some point. We're not sure when, obviously, but we would definitely want to hit the Norfolk breweries up. You know, everyone's always talking about Smart Mouth and O'Connor's. Uh, we definitely want to hit up, there's some breweries on Chesapeake as well that we need to hit, and at some point we need to hit a few distilleries as well. So Yes, we do. Uh, I mean, it was a fun day. We had a great time. We love doing it. Um, if you have any questions, you know, please hit us up on uh, SoundCloud or hit you know, comment on Facebook. We're going to come at you with our own, uh, Figlock Talk is going to come at you with its own Facebook page. Yes, yes. So as soon as we get that out there, please follow us on Facebook. And if you have any recommendations for things that we can check out, events that you want to see us comment, things on, we want to talk about at all, yeah, please hit us up. You know, uh, we, we love your, we love to hear back from you. Wow! So right now we're at fifty minutes right now. Yeah. All right, um, um, real quick though, for those that watch basketball, <laughs> this was not going to escape. This conversation was not going to. No, escape it was yet. not. <laughs> oh my god, the money is being thrown around. Like for those that don't watch basketball, you won't understand this, but. Um, right now at seven o'clock, since free NBA free agency free agency started on Friday at midnight, two billion dollars worth of contracts have been handed out to NBA players. NBA got a new TV contract. That's so crazy, man. and they're hanging on so much money. So football players are regretting the idea right now that they're playing football and thinking that maybe they should play basketball. Yeah, because there is mid range basketball players getting paid. Four years, seventy million. Yeah, I mean, I can list off names, and if you don't know why, you don't watch basketball, you won't understand them anyway. So I don't want to go down this road. This ain't a, this ain't a sports podcast, so I really know about these type of names. But you're talking about people like LeBron James, Kevin Durant. They're gonna break 
this whole like contract situation. And I have a strong feeling that if you do keep up basketball, that when the next time our when the NBA when I say ours, uh, when the NBA contract for NBA players associates up, and they have to renegotiate a new one. There will be a lockout because the owners will fight to keep their money. Yeah. Because I know we're looking like, oh my god, these players are making so much money right now. But the owners are also making their money too. Oh yeah, they're making yeah. a lot of more money too because these NBA contracts with television got a lot more, and ABC and ESPN and TNT—they're paying more money if to let their game be played, which is crazy. You know, I mean, it's a percentage game, but beyond that, it's definitely just right now the most outrageous contract is a guy getting paid five years, a hundred and fifty-three million, and his name is not Steph Curry or LeBron James. Yeah. This Man. guy is not an all star. They just giving away money. It's like, it's like they're yeah. printing. It's like they're printing. Oh yes, they're just like printing money, just giving it out. Oh yes, you see all the gifts and all the freaking like memes of people showing people throwing money out the window. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing because this new thing drive the rating of these mid range people getting paid millions upon millions of dollars. Now if they go broke now after being paid this much money, you suck. I really wish I had shot learn how to shoot a basketball better. You got <laughs> to be also like three inches taller. Yeah, that's true too. That is very true. All right, everybody. So we've had a great time podcast tonight. Sorry if we sound a little tired, a little less energetic. Tired, energetic, like, a little twisted. We were yeah. out late last night. We were out today. We were hitting it because we wanted to bring it to you. But we had a great time doing it either way. Yeah, man. Uh, check out the shack. Check out these breweries. You know, minus Wasserhund or whatever it's called. <laughs> Damn, but, I'm but, not gonna say all that. Check out the breweries, guys. Wazahan, yeah, you maybe, might we might have had a bad yeah, time. You're a female. You're getting service. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're definitely getting service there. You're getting service. Check, you know, but either way, check them out. We had a great time today bringing it to you. Uh, again, check out the Shack. I can't say enough good things about this place. I had such a blast last night hanging out there. Um, either way, folks, that's Fig and Lock Talk. I'm Mr. Figs, and I'm Mr. Lock. Hey, have a great week, folks. We'll get back to you. I'm actually going to be going out of town for the next week, a week and a half after uh, after the 8th. So uh, if we can get one more in before then, we will. If not, we'll see you in two weeks. Thank you, guys.